Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. I'm the daughter. I'm Laura. I'm the mom. Which was first? Hey, you're up and good thing. I'm up because, today. as you can tell by my voice, I haven't even had my coffee yet. I'm still asleep. You sound like a lounge singer that just smoked ten packs. <laughs> tell me a story. I'm ready to be swooned tell by you, a story. Tell you today. a story. Yeah. You know, I thought we hadn't talked about an artist lately. <gasps> Ooh. And we've already discussed my love of John William Waterhouse. We have. But this one comes in. Number two. Okay, yes. Right, so I am talking about Alphonse Maria Mucha today. And okay, I have I'm sorry, to, what did you just say? Exactly. We've got a beastal bistal situation oh, here. No, not are we wrong? Are we on the wrong side again? We're wrong. I, I have always called him Mucha. I thought it was Mucha. It's I could have sworn in art school everyone said Mucha. I have always said Mucha, but apparently I've listened it's to Mucha. several interviews and it is Mucha. Okay, Mucha kind of does sound better, but like what the fuck? It's got flair. It does it I'm does have a little pizzazz. <laughs> It does have a little pizzazz. But if if I mistakenly say mucha, don't like come nine thousand times. <laughs> yeah, just ignore it. Okay, you yes. do love mucha. I do. I have several pieces yeah. that we're going to talk about. Okay, fun but more. He is considered one of the most significant artists in Europe from 1895 to 1910. Wow. Okay. Yes, he ushered in a new artistic style known as the Art Nouveau movement. I love me some Art Nouveau. Oh, I really do. Me too. Beautiful. Beautiful. So throughout his career, he worked in a wide variety of artistic endeavors Mm -hmm. from posters and illustrations to jewelry, which I did not know. Jewelry. And if you check out these pieces, oh my gosh, fascinating. And interior design. He, the the person that he made the jewelry for, he also designed the jewelry store. And oh my gosh, it's beautiful. He was just a creative mind. You couldn't stop him. Creative. Love it. Yeah. So even if you are not familiar with Muka himself, you I am sure you <laughs> yeah. have seen his posters, yeah. which is what he is most known for. Right. Um, most often feature, featuring, <laughs> featuring. <laughs> have some coffee. Fe- I know I need some too. <laughs> featuring beautiful, seductive women oh. intentionally placed to attract an audience mm. for the products that he was hired to promote. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. You know what? They are very seductive. Yes. We'll admit it. it very. I've been seduced. <laughs> Um, such as the English brand bicycle called Cycles Perfecta. Oh, shit. Or uh, Jobs Cigarette Papers. Oh. Or Nestle's Food for Infants. Okay, wow. Marketing right? really popped off. They're it really like, did. Yeah. <laughs> Let me use these seductive women I know. to sell you cigarettes. <laughs> Cigarette, just the papers. Just, oh, right. What okay. you put in them? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> His art invited you to study every line because with each glance, you would discover something new. Yeah. He was selling an experience, not just a product. <gasps> Ooh, I like that. And you know what? Yes. That's accurate. It is. Art Nouveau accurate. is very much like that. Like Ugh. you could stare at it for 
hours. And not see every detail. Uh huh. His art, you could say, (laughs) was filled with mystery. Alphonse was born July 24th, 1860 in Moravia. Okay. In the present day Czech Republic. Gotcha. So he had a son in Leo. Mm. A Libra moon. A Libra moon. Ooh. Okay. But we do not know the rising because we don't know what time he was born. Talk about a mystery. I right? hate when we don't know the rising. I know. Because I'll think about you it. You can't get the whole I'll piece of pie. I'll think about it for years. <laughs> I'll like, try to be placing it. What do it. I think mm-hmm. he was? What do I think he was? Yep. Yeah. His parents did not make a lot of money. Okay. And they did not have a flair for creative endeavors. Oh. But young Alphonse exhibited a talent for art at a very young age. That Leo's son coming in hot. Yeah. Particularly dry. Drawing. Mm. Um, a local merchant who was impressed with his talent gifted the young boy with paper, okay. which at the time was considered a luxury. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So after finishing school, young Al wanted to continue on with his studies, but his parents, they just couldn't afford to you pay for it. Me, Al. <laughs> I didn't mean to breeze past the fact that they couldn't afford paper. Couldn't, that, that, that makes me sad. Well, and they couldn't afford to send him to further his like oh, okay, studies right. after school. Okay, yeah. I'm there. But because he also was a gifted musical prodigy, um, are you, you kidding know, me? He could pick up <laughs> instruments like that, and he had some fine pipes. D- Oh my God, he say, okay, wait, yeah, what, what can can't sing. this man do? You're telling he me a do little it bit of everything. He can do it all. His music teacher agreed to fund his studies mm-hmm. by sending him to the Cathedral of St. Peter and Paul, okay. where he was admitted as a chorister. What's that? Do you sing choruses? A singer, yeah. Oh. Like a singer in the chorus. I myself Ooh. am a chorister. A chorister <laughs> if you didn't know. I try to be. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as Al began to mature, oh, no. his voice did the same and his singing career was over. You got struck with Bieber fever. <laughs> got it. Got it. Changed the octave. Mm-hmm. But he did continue to play the violin. You know, okay. so you, could you say, were really throwing everything like, at me. <laughs> during the mass. Okay, yes, bring so, some violin again. In. A, tra- a child prodigy. I'll say. Was he Casper Vice? Maybe. <laughs> Holy shit! No worries though, okay. because his first love was art. Yeah, and his time at the church would leave a lasting impression on him, from the beautiful architecture, the stained glass, mm. to the smell of incense burning throughout the chapel. You know what? That is something. That there is. is something yeah. to that. I do love some incense. Ab- <laughs> me too. We have tons of it. We burn <laughs> it all the you time. Know when I walk in, into a church, they almost get me uh, because yeah. I smell the smells and then I'm like, wait Ooh. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alphonse would remain a devoutly religious man throughout his life. Okay. Even creating his studio to replicate the feel of a chapel with hmm. a plethora of drapes and screens and the aroma of the incense burning around him. You know what? I love so, it. Let's get inspired. If that's I what know. does it for you, go to right? town. And of course, his beloved harmonium was on hand, which he What's loved that? to play. It's like, you know, pipes like an organ. Okay. No. Did you know, we just talk about this we, with the <laughs> I thought he liked the keys. Now you're throwing every instrument at me. Violin with the, or, the harmonium. Wowza. Yeah. So in 1878, he applied to the Academy of Fine Arts in Prague. Okay. But was rejected. What? This is always, I love you. to read things like this. Because it just solidifies to not give up and don't listen to what people say. Right. So he received the following correspondence. Uh-oh. Choose another profession <gasps> where you will be more useful. Oh, 
ow, ow. I'm going to cry. Hold on. I haven't had enough coffee yet. That, that's sad, right? I think that stroke that could, that, could, ow. that crushes many. That crushes so many. How many people do you think have given up because one little fucking shit stain in their life told them <laughs> yeah, you're that not they good. couldn't do it? You are not good enough. The Bob and Huffy. <laughs> I really hope someone gets that reference. This did not deter Alphonse. Hell yeah. Can you imagine if it would have? I know. Would have deprived the world of oh such my beautiful gosh. art. Oh Fuck my whoever gosh. wrote that correspondence. I'm pissed. Okay, go ahead. All right. So Mooka spent many a year working as a struggling artist, and his passion for drawing and interest in the theater would land him a job painting theatrical scenery in mm. Vienna at the age of 21 okay fuck yeah this led him to like design all of these magical sets and he saw that you know the magic he was creating how it reached the audience and this played into his art oh i love that so at one point he catches the attention of this wealthy patron who Mm -hmm. pays for muka to study his craft in paris and munich wow okay he's validated right yeah so afterwards he decides to settle in paris Okay. Which at the time was a buzz with innovative thinking about mm. art, spirituality, mm. and the destiny of humanity. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was believed that the world was about to witness a spiritual revolution with art leading the way. Ha ha. <laughs> He's like, fuck <laughs> all That's y'all. right. I'm coming in. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this was all fine and dandy, but Al would continue to struggle as oh, an no. artist for a while, uh. producing magazines and book illustrations. Okay. Still fucking cool though. Mm-hmm. But talk about an act of serendipity. Okay. On December 24th, 1894, the tide was about to change for <gasps> Alphonse Mucha. Ooh, I'm hooked. He was presented with the opportunity, and this was a kind of a right Right time, right place. Oh, okay. Opportunity to create a poster for the play Gizmonda. Okay. Starring Sarah Bernhardt. She was a French actress who is considered to be the first celebrity. Oh, really? She was like hot shit. And she was like pushing the boundaries for the day. Um, So she was like a businesswoman. Yeah, yeah. she's very interesting also to uh, dive into. So this was a big deal. This is a big deal. The only problemo, what? The deadline, he had one week. You know what? It's been one, one week. week. <laughs> yeah, but if, you, but if you look at this poster and the detail in it, it's miraculous. Wow. Uh, he made it. And when the posters debuted on January 1st, 1895, uh-huh. it and Muka became an overnight sensation. Overnight, he's been struggling, <laughs> struggling. for fucking years. <laughs> I've been working my ass <laughs> off since I came out of the womb. <laughs> Classic overnight success. Right? Overnight. Okay, um, yay. Yeah, but Bernhardt was so impressed with Muka's style that she hired him for six years. Whoa. And Muka became the most talked about artist in Paris. See, that's mm-hmm. what tenacity will get you. That's right. Follow your passion. Yeah, this TM. Brought, yeah, TM. <laughs> Don't get in that stitched on a fucking pillow. Uh, this brought in what was coined in Paris, the Mooka style, Ooh. consisting of pastel tones, organic lines, and sinuous shapes. He did love a pastel. Yes. He's very pastel He was, but beautiful <laughs> yeah. the way he used it. Uh, he dominated the art world for a decade, and his style became nationally known as Art Nouveau. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So Art Nouveau's heyday was from 1890 to like 1914 and is noted for its luxurious beauty, Mm -hmm. often consisting of the whiplash curve, Mm. which is pretty much just kind of like it sounds. 
But this can be seen in Mooka's work throughout his floral and interlacing motifs mm-hmm. and the flowing hair of the women that he yeah, painted. I do love Very, how he does hair. Yes, yeah. gorgeous. Uh, Mooka was also a symbolist, mm. which played heavily upon his work. Okay. The symbolist creed touted that art was atmospheric, not oh. realistic. It was symbolic rather than literal. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Right? (laughs) And so at this time in France, theosophy had taken root, which if we don't know, a little recap, spiritual Mm -hmm. movement teaching that God and the world are based on mystical insight. Okay. So this is kind of like- You're taking me on a journey. I am. Okay. So this is like taking root in Paris- Okay, got it. At the time. Yes. um, Through the writings of Madame Blavatsky, which Uh, she has popped up. We haven't talked about her yet. Uh We will. Uh Um, And although Mucha. See, I slipped. First slip. God dang it. I'm so proud of you, though, because we're a couple minutes in. Take a drink every time she fucks up. (laughs) So, although Mucha was a devoted Catholic, he was intrigued by mysticism and began to experiment with spiritualism and other esoteric practices. Come over to the dark side, my there friend. There you go. <laughs> Absorbing many of the new radical ideas of his day, mm. like the symbolism in dreams and the importance they played in the subconscious. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so this dreamlike quality is woven throughout Mooka's work. I was just thinking that in my yep. head. It is, it is very dreamlike. It's very prominent. Yeah. Uh, Mooka became a member of the Freemasons, ah. which is a closed religious brotherhood known for its use of symbols and rituals, Yeah. which then again is also they riddled love a symbol. all throughout his work. Yeah, you love to talk about stuff like that. I do, Yeah, I do. So utilizing these various mystical sources, right? Mm-hmm. We've got all these little things going on, Mooka develops a unique spiritual outlook, meshing together mysticism with his Catholic background. He's like, I'm not giving up on that. I'm going to mesh them together. Yes. So taking from theosophy that Mm -hmm. the world was a creation of the universal mind or the world's soul. Okay. He came to believe this divine presence was feminine. You don't say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is represented throughout his works with images of young women, Ah. the embodiment of beauty, health, and pure nature. Interesting. Okay, I did not see that coming. Right. He believed that the female form had the power to lift humanity to a higher spiritual plane. You know what? I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Creating such enchanting works like some of his arts are titled The Moon and the Stars. Yeah. The Seasons. Ooh. Spring, summer, winter, and autumn. You know, a little uh, on the nose. But- I, I know. <laughs> he has one that's like the gems seasons. and crystals. He has flowers. Oh, I did I mean, see. Yeah, I like yeah. the ones that are crystals. But remember, at a, I think it was at an antique store way back, probably about like 20 years ago. Yeah. I got, and it was from the 70s, I think, and it was like a book of all of his prints. Right. And I had taken The Seasons and had it framed for my mom right. and she had it hanging in her room. Yeah. So it reminded me of her. It was so beautiful. It is very beautiful. But I think back and I'm thinking, oh my God, I probably shouldn't have ripped that shit out of those books. You know what? It was ballsy of you. <laughs> I admire <laughs> your gusto. <laughs> probably ruined like a really rare book. <laughs> a 
my gosh. I slapped that shit on everything. Yeah. All right. So the Byzantine heads, which I love, mm. the morning star, the north star, the evening star. So we're getting like all of these mystical, just beautiful. Very nature related too. Very nature. Yeah. A few of my favorite pieces that I have in my room is 1897s. And I'm sure I'm saying this wrong. Salome? Salome? You, know Sal- what? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you really tried. <laughs> I tried. You really tried. It's probably so wrong. Our apologies. And 1902s, The Moon. Yes, but I my, love the moon. Yeah, I have that in a big mm-hmm. poster frame. Um, and my ultimate favorite is 1896 Zodiac, which oh, I love that was one. originally produced as a calendar. Mm. But we see our central lady with all the astrological signs surrounding her, like a halo, mm-hmm. giving it a mystical, spiritual quality. Super cute. But she wears a crown, implying that she is the queen of the Zodiac. Fuck yeah. And her dress sleeves contain starbursts, further reinforcing the astrological parallel. So there's those details, right? I was going to say, are you sure this man doesn't have Virgo Virgo? placements? He's a Virgo rising. (laughs) Uh, The outer edges are framed in a floral motif, letting us know of her connection to nature. Not hard to see why this Virgo loves no, I was going to say, yeah, this is yes. right up your alley. Yes. Uh, Tamuka, his most profound expression of his new age spirituality mm-hmm. was a book entitled La Patire, okay. which was published in 1899, which only like 550 copies were made. And then he had the plates destroyed. That's the one you destroyed. <laughs> well, because he didn't... <laughs> That's the book that we're going to up. Yeah. Uh, because he did not want people uh, reproducing it for commercial use. Ah, got for it. For commercial gain. Yeah. Uh, the book consisted of elaborately illuminated pages depicting the Lord's Prayer. Oh. But including his own unique spin on the text. Okay, give it to me. In La Patir, God is not a moral force, but nourishes the human soul. Mm. A more maternal role. Okay. That is more... <laughs> <laughs> Ten packs a day. I promise I'm okay. <laughs> uh, that is normally not found in Christian belief. Right. Uh, La Patire's ornate symbols are derived from Freemasonry okay. and his own style, which includes leaves, flowers, and abstract forms. Yeah. The pictorial element is full of shadowy images of humanity's struggle to reach the divine as well as the invisible forces that control the existence of humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Just start to weep in the corner. Wow. Okay. So there are like depths to his work. Like you're not just looking at it and seeing like you can really. Like you're selling some laundry soap or something. Yeah. What? what? Oh, you mean. Because he, I mean, he's known for his commercial posters. Yeah. For the ads. Yeah. But there's so much more to it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So while he was known as a commercial artist, he wanted to be known as a serious artist. And he was deeply passionate about his Slavic culture. Okay. So growing up, he listened to traditional folklore and was shaped by the religious traditions. Okay. Um, And the spirituality of each of these influenced him throughout his life and his art. Wow, cool. So as Art Nouveau is Mm -hmm. beginning to fade out, Uh he leaves the advertising world. So long. Right. Farewell. Peace out. But he continues to work, creating works of art for his home country of Czechoslovakia. Nice. And celebrating his Slavic culture. Okay, love that. So back what, to the roots. So what he does, it's called the Slav Epic. Mm-hmm. And it's a series of twenty. Whoa. Huge paintings. Okay, you know what? Let's just start like out. Mural, small. Like murals. Like murals. <laughs> 
<laughs> illustrating the history of the Slavic people from ancient times to the modern era. Oh, how beautiful. And it took him over 20 years to complete it. I was going to say, when you said 20 massive, mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yes. You know what? Dedicated. Dedicated. To announce the opening in Prague where it would be presented to the public, Muka, in his grand fashion, created the poster art for it. Aww. Entitled 1928 Slav Epic Poster, uh-huh. still contains his trademark central lady okay. with the flowers, but there's also shown in shades of blue, a figure of a Slavic god okay. representing past, present, and future simultaneously, seen as a head with three different faces. Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is like somewhat intense very right right? yeah there's like a lot going on there is and so it kind of makes sense i told you before we sat down i think i put like 10 hours in of research into this because there's so much yeah there's so much and it's so like of course to me all of it is fascinating right yeah so in the 1930s Europe was hit with the rise of the Nazi regime in Germany. Okay. And Muka quickly became a target due to his beliefs. Got it. He was quickly arrested and questioned by the Gestapo in March of 1939. Mm. But due to his poor health, he was released. Okay. Muka dies shortly after. Oh, no. 10 days before his 79th birthday in 1939. Rest in peace. I know. I know. I know. It's so sad. Yeah. I mean, he lived a ripe old age, but still, that's, I'm sure that you know probably what? shook him to, to his for, core. I'm trying to go for the 100. Right? You know what? I'm hey, reaching for the stars. I'm with you. I mean, I'm a lot closer than you. <laughs> You're going to get there, girl. So, but we're not done there. Oh I my thought God, okay. this was going to be the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, normally the, death, <laughs> no. death is the end of the segment, but not here. No, the legacy. Because art lives on. By the 1960s, in the midst of the Cold War, the name of Alphonse Mucha had all but been forgotten in Western Europe. I see where we're going. Okay. And his post-Paris work has been hidden by the Iron Curtain. Okay, yeah. But in 1963, a London museum mounted a Mucha expedition, Mm -hmm. and this ended up reviving an interest in Mucha and the style he created. Yes. The impact... Of this exhibition, give it to me. Felt immediately with young graphic artists in London and San Francisco, mm. inspiring artists to embrace the style for the emerging psychedelic rock culture, yep. showcasing the metaphysical world and paranormal visions expressed by the music. I was gonna say, so if up until this point you don't like you're not familiar with his work, mm-hmm. this is where yes you are yes, because you are. rock yeah. and roll yes at this time really took it in. Really took it in. Art Nouveau became Mm -hmm. a bohemian revolution for the hippie counterculture movement, resurrecting Mooka in rock and roll posters. I think the Fillmore East, you know, that style. And so that whole resurgence of, you know, a whole new brand of artists coming out and just like inspired inspired by his his style. So looking through some of the artwork, it's just fascinating. The Rolling Stones, Big Mm -hmm. Brother and the Holding Company, Blues Traveler. I mean, I used to have a book that I probably also chopped up to make a collage because we may (laughs) have a collage. collage. We do love a collage that was like move or, um, concert posters yeah. throughout the years mm-hmm. and there's like a whole chunk that is just heavily inspired by the yeah. Art Nouveau movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so fascinating. I and love ma- that and lore. magical. That's so, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And I, my room is filled with his art. It's very beautiful. It is. 
very inspiring and stunning and just makes me feel happy. Does it? Yes. You know what? I kind of want to go and like study it now. I know. Because I mean, I don't know if I've ever, like I've looked closely, obviously, but yeah. like now that you're saying there's all these symbols yeah. and stuff, I'm like, wait, now Little I have hidden to get things. Yeah. 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 I uh, uh, read something. I think I watched a video or something where it was going into one of his posters and it's like, oh, and there's this little man hiding in the corner. And I was like, I did not even <laughs> did see not. that. It's like a where's Waldo. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all the hidden symbols and just the detail, it's just so beautiful and inspiring. And it's I'm glad he didn't inspired. give up. I was going to say, you really have to admire the tenacity and the dedication. Yeah. Don't give up on your dreams. No. T. Um, follow your passion. Yeah. I love how many times you've said that. That's what you got to do. No matter how crazy people think you are. I mean, for real. Well, it just, again, we always say like, you really have to believe in yourself mm -hmm. and what you're doing Yeah, uh, because no one else is going to do that for you. That's right. And look again, if he would have given up mm -hmm. because one again, shit stain was like, mm, you shouldn't be doing this. Right. The world would have been deprived. Yeah. Maybe this, that shit stain, you know, propelled him to try harder. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like still fuck that shit stain. <laughs> I'm still angry about it. And that is Alphonse Mooka. Everybody go check out his art. I'm sure you're going to post some of the uh, photos. Yeah. Yeah. Go check out his art. There is tons to see. Beautiful. Tons. And again, just like zoom up on that and yeah. uh, look at all of the beautiful details. It's Virgo season. What a better time to hone in on some details. Yeah. And definitely bring in some of those prints to your uh, magical space. Hell yeah. yeah. Laura, that yeah, was a good one. I'm glad you Ooh. finally did that. I know you've been wanting to talk about him for I a know. while. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you on Friday for our full length. All right. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.